Blog Talk Radio. You know what? There's no doubt, Brett. You did some great things. You've done it all. You've done everything possible in the World Wrestling Federation that any single man can do. You've done it all. But you notice I'm using the past tense, Brett. You've done it. That was in the past. That was then. This is now. You've never faced me, Brett. All those other accolades that you earned, everything that you did in the past, that was before you ever saw the rocket face-to-face, one-on-one. Why would you wear a T-shirt like this, Owen 316, and on the back, I just broke your neck, when you know that lunatic is here tonight? What's the matter with you? Austin talks a good game, but Owen gets the job done. Look at him. I speak the truth. Just read it and weep because it's true, and I'll do it again. I loved it. You know, LOD, April 20th. You're going to be humiliated even worse when you step in the ring with Bulldog and myself because with the Godwins, it's just a couple of stupid hillbillies, fellow Americans, and look at what you're doing to each other. It's a joke. I can't stop laughing. I want to watch it again. Who do I think I am? Who the hell do you think you are? You won't think I owe you a apology. I don't owe you a thing. I'm sick and tired of trying to please everybody else around here. And the stops right here. Well, I'm showing McMahon plenty of respect. This will get very, very ugly in a hurry. Now, my brother, Brett, and Neidhart, and Bulldog, they did what they had to do. And now it's time for me to do what I have to do. And that is remain right here in the World Wrestling Federation. Well, enough is enough. And it's time for a change. Come and take your best shot. I tried to be a nice guy. I tried to play by the rules. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Happy 52nd birthday, Owen. Would have yeah. been a would have been a treat. So we had to throw the special fun little opening there for you. Alex, how are we doing, sir? Doing well. That definitely brightened up my day. Uh, please, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not been too familiar with Owen Hart, uh, hopefully that that whets your appetite. Uh, go on the network. Uh, just search Owen Hart. Watch anything and everything. He uh, he he's phenomenal. And you know, as you get older, you know you don't appreciate it as much when you're you know eight through twelve. You know, kind of the the peak of his career, and then you know. When you're older, you're like, wow, this guy was one of the tops. Yeah, May 23rd, 1999, Kansas, excuse me, Kansas City, Missouri was when it happened um, 18 years ago in a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, I figured what a better way to lead us in than him calling out the other three in a promo that left for WCW. 
I thought that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we got a fun show lined up, as always, here. Uh, third fall tonight, bear with us here. Uh, Run SmackDown, go home shows. We're going inside the universe at the end. Backlash was last night. And as Alex was feared, it? yes, it went over three hours. It almost approached four. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. When the, uh, um, the second to last match starting at 10, I was like, wait, what? Did I go back in time? I was like, I know I just got done with like two movies um, at the <laughs> Cineplex. And I was like, am I in a, a weird infinity gem, you know, type of alternate, you know, alternate universe. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, Ow, ouch, I'm still hurting. Um, there's a question when we get to it that I want to ask you when we get to it, and you kind of answered the answered the question for me for the most part when we talked in the pre-show. So as the general general wrestling fan here, um, you know, the the I really want to get your take here as we get to it. So it'll be it'll be an interesting conversation. I'm sure it'll be more interesting than our backlash talk, uh, if that, that's for sure. Uh, you you know it's bad when in the main event uh, the crowd was chanting for Enzo Amore who's like blacklisted from yeah. the um and and the crowd was chanting chants. they were chanting beat the traffic uh, during the main event it was it was not good and it sucks oh. to say because Samoa Joe was in it which really yeah. drives me up the wall uh, middle of the show second how, fall we're how going, pissed I'll, was he by the way um I think he enjoyed it. By the way, he kept doing. He was Daniel Bryan that crowd, Bryan Danielson that crowd with those chin locks. That's the yeah. only reason I gave it a two star was because I, I was like, well, at least he's enjoying himself pissing everyone off. Uh, but no, I did not like it. Um, middle of the show, outside the universe, the bright spot wrestling Duntaku without giving away spoilers. Ooh. We got a, we got some people listening, so they're gonna leave when we get to New Japan. Come back after, but um. Boy, oh boy, was this a tremendous show. Uh, the main two matches on night two were classics, to say the least. Also, uh, kind of semi-called it last week with you, Alex. I'll get into that more when we get into it. Also, the best of the Super Juniors lineups did come out. Uh, we'll break those blocks down, including the tremendous night one main event on May 18th. Um, the Dominion partial card has come out. Alex wanted to kind of chime on that as well. So we'll kind of touch on Dominion a little bit. Obviously we got a little bit of time to get into it, but we have to, I'm, I'm glad he reminded me in the, oh, in the, boy, in the free oh, run because this card wait. is going to be tremendous. Um, but <laughs> once again, yeah, a, a couple of the things that I asked for actually happened for the super junior. So I'm really excited to talk that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to fill Alex in about something. I, I can say without giving away spoilers, uh, you know what? I don't even want to do it because when I show somebody uh, one of these matches tomorrow night, they're going to cringe as hard as we both probably did uh, when something happens. So we'll save that for later, Demetrius. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously we'll kick off in just a few moments going outside the ring here. Yeah, Swaggle got... came back. He's, he's part yeah. of the uh, Super Juniors. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Swaggle decided uh, he got sidetracked from Saudi Arabia and ended up in Japan somehow. So they figured, well, hey, someone else did too. <laughs> if if the road got a pop, uh, if he got the road warrior pop in Saudi, maybe he'll get the power warrior Kensuke Sasaki 
uh, and Papa I meant no disrespect at all. I was just like, man, he was in the area. I lost someone else, but we'll get into that <laughs> in the second fall. Uh, he's then a obviously... free agent. Yep, yep. Uh, like I was saying, we we got a few things to do in the beginning. Uh, obviously, news and rumors. You know how that great thing goes. We'll talk some stuff. Alex will correct me on my fails as normal. But first, Alex is going to like <laughs> Well, I always miss something. I always miss something. I'm like, Alex, I don't have anything else. You're like, well, this happened, this happened. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so I, I have like seven things this week. So maybe I did a better job. Nice. We'll see what happens. But first, you need to do a better job with your fall hunting season. FML Solution. Alex is going to tell you about it. We'll be right back. WrestleCast. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, Baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Style Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out The Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. 
what are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, List, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. But if you actually wanted boba, it's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> What one was was boy? I can't even say that. One was Terry Gordy's <laughs> Terry Terry Bam Bam Gordy's son and the good brother Luke Gallows uh, tag team wrestling. Oh, movie. I forgot about that. That was Biscuits his son. Yeah, Jesse and Festus. You ever <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the story of um, where Luke Gallows says when uh when him and him and Carl Anderson came back to the company, like Vince didn't know he was Festus and like he tried to get everyone to oh, not yeah. tell Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. My God. I was dying. I'm like, I don't think brutal, I wanna know brutal. that either. <laughs> oh nice, there really is one. Yeah, hey, for whatever reason way, I couldn't uh, your... find it either. To your awesome intro uh, to the late, great Owen Hart um, on his day of birth, top three Owen matches that you think our listeners should uh, should check out. Oh, boy. Obviously, uh, SummerSlam cage match with Brett. Uh, uh, WrestleMania 10, 10. versus Brett. Um, you, you know, I know where he broke the neck. I was going to say, I know it's not an integral, like, great match, but it's a huge part of history. I think that mm-hmm. is a huge one. Um, what else is really good? There was a lot of really good Owen stuff, too. Even some of the stuff with Jarrett was really good when yes. they were a tag team. Tag. Uh, Him and Yoko were, were a really good team. Yep. With the slam one all around. Never really got a lot of steam, and it's like a short five-minute match. But I always enjoyed it as a kid. WrestleMania five from Trump Plaza, uh, Mr. Perfect versus Blue Blazer. I thought that match was really fun. It's really short, but I really liked that match. Don't know why. And I'm sure you can catch yeah. him and uh, Coco Beware doing the high energy with their giant MC Hammer <laughs> pants. Oh, man. Let, let's not forget, too, you know, him, you know, being with the uh, the nation, right? Yes. Yeah. Some bit. really good stuff. You know, and that, that was that whole DX thing, too. He had, a, mm-hmm. I think, a European title feed with Triple H that was pretty good. God, so good. Check his stuff out, seriously. Like, at least, you know, who knows, maybe he will be in the hall with Mark Henry's impassioned speech at the Hall of Fame uh, last month, or two months ago now, but uh, or a month ago, but yeah. Go check out the uh, the King of Hearts. Uh, Alex, this week, some of the stuff I got for you. Could we finally be seeing the return of Hulk Hogan? Uh, Booker T was on his reality wrestling radio show, and he... Vouched for Hogan, saying okay. yes, Hulk Hogan should be back. Um, Booker okay. T. Booker T. said 
I think a lot of people got to look at the the whole context as what he did was definitely something you don't say. It was incredibly implorable. Um, And he, you know, he should obviously apologize to people. He's like, but from somebody who I feel like I know Hogan better than a lot of the guys in the WWE Mm -hmm. back in 96 or whatever, 97, I thought I was going to get fired when I said the same thing in a wrestling promo. And this is something he's like, he's like, you can't, He's like, you don't hear any of my wrestling students say this. You don't hear anyone in my family say it. You never hear me say it. It might be one of the only times I've said it. I don't know why I did. And Hulk Hogan made sure that I never got fired because he said, look, you were in the heat. You know, you just, you did something. You reacted. You were going off, whatever. He's like, these guys, you know, these Harlem Heat guys of the future, don't, don't fire him. And he said he's always had a good rapport with Hogan, and he knows that's not something Hogan would ever say directly um his example that i thought was really intricate interesting is he has a there's a white guy that does the the radio show with him and he's like if if say my white or my my daughter who's you know obviously his daughter's black and your son who's white um suddenly hooked up and she brought him home i would say who the hell is this guy even though obviously i don't necessarily mean it but it's I'm reacting with my daughter. He said somebody was illegally filming Hogan, um, who was clearly inebriated in the video and got Mm -hmm. slightly aggressive about his daughter dating somebody. Um, He said, so obviously the context isn't fair. It's still not right that he said it, but he shouldn't be blacklisted for something that necessarily should have never came out. And everybody, he, he basically said everyone deserves a second chance. And I think for the, for the sake of, you know, he's like, I've talked to Hulk about doing a, a tour with him and trying to turn a negative into a positive situation, kind of like he's doing with the Boys and Girls Club stuff. So Booker T had a mm-hmm. lot of interesting thoughts about this. Um, that was that was just kind of, it was different to hear from, you know, from, from him coming from somebody on his side. So what do you think yeah. of this whole Hulk thing? Is it is it time to just let bygones be bygones and just be over it? I I would say yes. I mean, obviously, race is a, a huge proponent in, in society, um, especially in America since, you know, forever. Uh, but, you know, with, with, with Hogan, I think enough time has passed. Yes, it, it was something that was not meant for anybody to hear, but unfortunately, you know, it, it, it came out. It's out there now. It's the age that we live in. Um, I think a lot worse has been said and or done um, kind of in, in the wrestling community, um, you know, again, not, not saying what he did was bad, you know, he's, he's apologized a lot of, you know, athletes, no matter what background that they have, have, have vouched for Hogan. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, like you said, let bygones be bygones. Let's get the vitamins out. So let's, uh, let's rip some t-shirts. Um, if there is possibly one more, one more match out of this, Ryan, who do you think the Hulkster will take on and what incarnation oh, will we see oh boy uh it probably will be the equivalent to the one that wrestled rick flair at bound for glory when he couldn't even do the <laughs> leg drop <laughs> like i i you know i love the fact that he says he's in shape and you know he's had the surgeries and his body's healed and he could do one more and just be done with it but his i don't know if i match was seven years ago yeah i don't i don't know if i even want to see it yeah. Oh God, he he wrestled Sting in TNA also. Yeah. Yes. 
Demetrius said F to the Hogan. He's uh he's on the oh, iron no. sheet. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna break his back and make him a humble. So obviously it's gonna be an ambassador role, you know, he could be a star, that'd be a great thing, you know, they could team up with the boys and girls club, you know, in that facet. He could definitely run a, a be a huge uh campaign support for that. But, I mean, do you think he could, you know, do something the GM route, a manager, <laughs> per se? Um, I just want to see I, NWO Hogan again. <laughs> Demetrius actually just said kidding. I forgave him a while ago. <laughs> um, no, you know, I honestly, I'll stick to my guns. I think I think they have a budding star in, in Apollo Crews. And and I'm not saying this because of any race or creed or anything. I'm saying this is a budding star who can't get over. And what a better guy to put him with that could get him over. I I will stick to my guns that I just I've I've seen enough Apollo Cruz in my day doing the mad blankie with with Tazawa where he could do the heel. I've seen enough with him um with uh blood generation with Shima and those guys that I would love to I would love to see him get an actual rub with somebody. How long was he in Dragon Gate? Oh, don't quote me, but I want to say like his first maybe three, four main years. Like Shima's the one who kind of brought him to the forefront with everyone because that was when he was the the, uh, Yuha Nation. And that was with PWG or was that with someone else? No, that was with Dragon Gate. Oh, so he legit okay got his start out there. He was just there. in okay. Dragon Gate, not 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 Dragon Gate USA, just Dragon Gate. Like wow. he was over in Japan. Yeah, it was kind of like how Neville started. I thought when he, he was, was out coming. west. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this was legit. You know, Carl Anderson Devitt starting in New Japan. He he that's started awesome. out there, and that's where I got to see a lot of it. And um, so I've always been another guy who I think would be interesting. And I think it would be a lot better than Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan is if he was with Chad Gable. Ooh, okay. Um, just somebody that that's good enough that you just need a little bit to get behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of one of those things to see where it goes, but I don't know. I think the ambassador role is cool. I think, I think having him come out and just do something here and there and just kind of, Hey, he's here. And let it happen, and then just kind of go from there. So no, no SmackDown GM when uh, Paige's movie comes out and they 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 boot her out, and then you you don't bring in Hulk Hogan <laughs> to replace. I got I got something about Paige for you on SmackDown when uh, when I get to. Thankfully, you didn't watch SmackDown, so I can talk about it in three minutes, oh, and then Lord. we're over it. Um, I do have something uh, to go to next. Speaking out west, but before we jump out west, it looks like we have a... I don't even know where this call is coming from. Caller. Okay, it was just Ken Shamrock calling in. Thanks, Ken. We always appreciate your contribution Him to the show. Him and The Undertaker faced each other, by the way, at Backlash like 18 year, 19 years ago. Do you remember that oh, match? I, I saw it in some article, and it had my intrigue level to the nines. It was Backlash. It was... um. Was it Judgment Day? Because Hogan no, it beat... said no, because there was a match. It said, or it was like a list of matches no one expected from a Backlash pay per view, and it said Undertaker Ken Shamrock in like 1999. Fault. I thought you were talking about Undertaker and Hogan. Oh no, no, yeah, that's Judgment Day. 
I started trying to think back to those when I used to buy those DVDs at Sam Goody. <laughs> and I was like, those overpriced. I, I think, <laughs> yeah, I was like twenty nine ninety five, brand new. Yeah. Um, speaking about West, though, uh, May 25th, um, Bask in His Glory is the show title. It is the farewell show for Keith Bask in His Glory Lee. Apparently, as of May 3rd, he has signed with NXT. He's going to report wow. at the end of the Will he make a splash in NXT, or will he just be another guy that they go, well, I'm glad we signed him, but he's just a little too big for us. Oh, my God, no. If they play it right, but it's all going to be about the Orlando crowd, and the Orlando crowd will bask in all that oh. is Keith Lee because he will yeah. offer such and that is. Uh, a, a wide array of moves. He's he's going to be so big because, hey, he is big, and he can do so much where you're like, wait, imagine Andre the Giant being as agile and powerful as one Keith Lee. And, and two, I think it helps a lot that the Evolve crowds are in Orlando there. Mm-hmm. Yes. They do a lot of Great Evolve point. there. He's got to be over. I mean, after watching Darby Allen take that sit-out Splash Mountain where he flipped onto his stomach from the uh, from the from the impact of that move, I I just think they have to. I mean, I I thought about this a lot, and with the impact that they've used of Samoa Joe, I don't yes. think Keith Lee thrown to the wayside. I could not wait to see them give me something like a Keith Lee versus Aleister Black. Come uh, come year, or getting to watch one of the you know arguably one of the best wrestlers in the world, Johnny Gargano, getting a sympathy match with Keith Lee. I really think him and Ricochet again. We could see that again on a bigger stage. Wait, is Keith K E I? Yeah, it is. Never mind. I thought I wrote (laughs) Kathleen. Sorry about that. I can't wait till uh, Derek Fury also reports uh, to the Performance Center. Then we could see Keith Lee give him a uh, double chop welcoming. <laughs> awesome if, across the ring. If he shows up to NXT, Demetrius is going to look like Darby Allen on that uh, <laughs> on that uh, that Splash Mountain. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, he won't land on his back, but what will be back? The Great American Bash may be making its return. Yeah. Is this supposed to just stop already? Oh, gotcha. Bring back Super Brawl or Fall Brawl. I'd rather have those than the Great American Bash. What's your favorite WWE Great American Bash match? Is it JBL versus Rey Mysterio in a American <laughs> bull rope match? No, mine was uh, Mordecai versus Hardcore Holly. <laughs> or or uh, I think it was Luther Reigns and the Bashams against the Big Show. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the Bash is, is the... Or that horrific four-way between... Um, I think it was like Rene Dupree, Kenzo Suzuki, John Cena, and Booker T for the U.S. title. Where Booker T was like... I don't even give a crap. He was like Gail Kim caring. And Kenzo mm-hmm. Suzuki was just horrendous. Rene Dupree was greener than Goose Poo. And John Cena didn't know what was going on. So, oh, it was terrible. Just Are like the match you had with Bobby Lashley? 
at the Great American. <laughs> Actually, that match wasn't too bad. I I, I regret that statement. <laughs> it's okay. You you had a good you had a good idea of it though. I, I can't hate you for that. <laughs> um. Favorite WCW uh, Great American Bash though was it Luger Flair was it um what Sting Dusty um I will say uh, Great American Bash 1997 uh, Conan defending the U S title against Jushin Thunder Liger who wore his all black outfit the Mexican Hogan <laughs> bet you didn't think I was gonna come up with that one no. I did not respect. Um, Neville, who made your card of WWE wrestlers, uh, maybe <laughs> officially done and over. He has uh, reportedly been moved out of the country for a while now and didn't tell people. Um, that's how much he is ready to be done with the WWE. Should the WWE just cut bait and be done with it, or should they continue to just pay him to do nothing? Oh, I mean, they totally should just cut him. Um, he's totally like Poochie from The Simpsons. Like, where's Neville? Um, I, I think it's something that's, you know, unfortunate. They're going to write his contract out. I don't know if you have how many years are left, uh, but just imagine if sometime in August, we got a, uh, a picture of Neville's, uh, beautiful face. And then it just said all in on it. Wouldn't that be oh. pretty awesome? Oh my God. <laughs> that's still what he I'm just hoping. kicks everybody. Just around the house. I'm trying to see if, if there's like a, a contract anywhere, but um, it's the internet. Come on, you got to find something. Apparently, I know. no uh, half pint does not forgive Hulk Hogan. Uh oh. Half 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 pint Kyle Adams is not on Team Brother. Brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Hogan's always his brother. So then I just said brother. Whoa. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Is that Hulk Hogan on the line? Is that or no? That's right, <laughs> brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip my shirt in half. And no, this is my nice Ric Flair shirt. Never mind. Oh, um, no, no, no. Don't do that. Marina, Marina Schaefer and Jessamine Duke have officially reported to NXT. Does this mean now that we may get that four four horsewoman eight man at Mania, or is this kind of just? They're there and WB's just kind of buying them up and making sure they have them for a rainy day. What, what's your take on this? Obviously, real quick, Marina Schaefer, uh, Jessamine Duke did do some training. Schaefer did not. But Schaefer is okay. engaged to Roderick Strong. Uh, so she has that wrestling tie and background. So I could, maybe that's why she did come in. What do you, what do you make of this whole situation? Um, I, I, I don't, I mean, obviously they see money down the line, you know, depending on how, how they, they both do. Uh, of course we know Shayna Baszler is a, uh, the, the queen of spades, the ace of spades, if you will. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, Rousey, the, it's, I mean, from WrestleMania, you know, I'm, I'm all on point, you know, until obviously the next match, of course, but you know, those two will be fine. And, and who knows, you know, maybe they could build, a little faction, WrestleMania 38. Uh, this could be the uh, the main event uh, four years down the line here. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think of it. If you're going to do it at maybe a SummerSlam, cool. But I I think after what we saw last year, just let's just go one, one-on-one for Rousey. Although I'll tell you what, after watching Backlash, I continuously keep 
keep being val- trying to validate my point that I once again do not think Charlotte's a top five worker in this company for the women. I say it all the time. <laughs> and last night you put Naomi over Charlotte. Um, Charlotte was trying though. She was trying, but then she just kind of whatevs. It's it's one of those things where there's too many times I see her not stand out, whereas Sasha and and uh, Bliss. Now you want to talk about trying? Bliss was trying. Nia Jax yeah. has the charisma of a rock. And I'm not talking about her cousin. I, I remember we're we're watching this. And Jen's but like, how come she hasn't blinked yet? And I said, I don't know. There's a reason why they were a tag team, I think. And Bliss was bumping like she was a cruiserweight for Nia. And it was it was interesting. It was not, it, oh, boy, that pay-per-view was bad. We'll get into that later. Let's not, <laughs> I'm going to rant now, and I don't want to do that yet. Uh, something that uh, I kind of joked about with you when you brought it up, looks like it actually is going to happen, Alex. A red briefcase, a blue briefcase, and a white briefcase. Three ladder matches at Money in the Bank. Yes. Bring it on. I can't wait. Now, I, the, the thing I posed to you before was I have a feeling this is what they're going to do, that we may get three or four briefcase matches. But is it too much? I'll ask you the same question still. Is three too much? I'm going to say no. Because what's one more? We've always had two since, what, 2010, 2011? So that's yeah. nothing new. So, I mean, you add one more, it's not like it's for the cruiserweight title. It's for a separate title entirely, the women's championship. Maybe then what's kind of cool is it could be a free agent type of thing, since now they do have lots of competitors in that division. Um, where it can, you know, kind of be fun of like, okay, is she, you know, if she's from raw, is she going to show up on Tuesday, you know, and vice versa. So I think it's kind of an exciting factor if you have four eh, maybe, but I think for now with the women, just like they used to do before, they just kind of had the, uh, the briefcase holder determine who they wanted to face. Is, um, is this an indicator that Roman's going to win so he can... Am I watching Apollo Crews dance down the ring? That's what he's doing. From starting in Dragon Gate to that. Mm-hmm. Are you watching the earlier part of Blacklash? Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. What, what, what was that, Hogan? Oh, no, I said Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Terry Taylor was freaking out that his guy, uh, Bobby Roode, spent his whole time just dancing with people at a pay-per-view? <laughs> Look, this is the crap I'm talking about. They spent 20 minutes in this stupid-ass segment. God! What? That was suited oh. for a Monday Night Raw. Am I it's right? Terrible. It's terrible. And, like, like you know, like, what surprised you, I was starting to get into Daniel Bryan and Big Cass a little bit. I'm going, okay, Big Cass is totally listening to everything Daniel Bryan is saying. And okay. you can tell Daniel I was Bryan happy you saw that. This match. And, mm-hmm. like... This is a guy who made me think. I, I, I was watching it with Jen, and I said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Bryan asked to work with him. Maybe this will change my outlook on this feud that I was crapping on. And then they just had the match end, and I was like, oh, it's a good thing we had a 40-minute conga line instead of giving this match eight more minutes. Mm-hmm. Ah, just this. 
And this, once again, is going to all lead to that question I'm going to ask you coming up. I can't wait. to. That's going to be a favorite topic of the third segment. See, if you're um, Elias, wouldn't you just hit Bobby Roode out of frustration in the head with that guitar? Like, not even, like, think about it. Just, like, <laughs> swing it. Because you know he's behind you. Just hit him right in the head and be like, ah, Elias. Yeah. And the, the only entertainment of that whole thing was watching how uh, – Big E couldn't fit those drums over his shoulders. Yeah. Hey guys, New Day is is going goodbye. So oh, live it up. Wait a minute. Did didn't I say that this is going to run its course about eight months ago? Did uh, I say that? Well, to oh. be fair, I mean it's taken eight months since that statement. So I mean, they, they still, that's a pretty good run. It's well, better it than Brizango. No, no. But but my point being, whatever it said, no, these guys are going to be around for five years, breaking all the records. Oh, not you well, can't be around for five years. They already broke the records. There's nothing to break. I've, I've, they lost me with the pancakes. I'm kind of. Uh, I appreciate Xavier Woods's heel goatee that is growing. So obviously he's the one who's going to turn with the trumpet. So I mean, other than that, I mean, Kofi can't be evil. Lame. Think of Big E. Thing. He's what. Yeah. Think of this. Just think of what you're saying. I'm. I got over these guys with the pancakes. It's obvious he's gonna be the one to turn with the trumpet. Think of yeah. what you're saying here. <laughs> like it's. It's just like come on, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this was. This, this is the WWE. This was. This was the, the the epitome of when two brands come together to make one. You got the They're worst not- <laughs> in five years. <laughs> I had the realization yesterday while watching Backlash where I was like, wow, I, I feel really lucky. It's a renaissance of professional wrestling outside of the WWE, what have you. Where I, you know, I was telling people about or, or telling a person about the All In, why it's such a huge thing, why Cody. And, and the young bucks were basically challenged by a blogger saying, you can't do that. And they said, you know what? We've achieved success outside of the machine. This is what we're going to do. They meticulously planned it for months. Didn't rush anything. Did their surveys. Figured what's what. Figured, hey, Chicago's a great central hub, you know, for, for visitors to come. And they're going to blow the roof off of the Sears Center in what three months, you know, time here, four months time here and watching the E and, and new, sorry, watching new Japan, the last two nights, the last four matches, amazing. The storylines they told in between, in the middle of the shows, amazing. They achieved that on maybe four to five shows a month. These guys <laughs> have at nine hours a week. And I'm still like, that makes what, what are you doing? It's it's just it's like when you introduced me to Daniel Bryan at the Dragon Gate show in Chicago eight years ago or seven years ago, where I was like, who is this guy? And then realizing, oh, there's so much more out there. And then now thinking with New Japan over the last two years, I'm like, wow, there is so much more out there. And then now with progress, you know, traveling out, you're just like, oh, my God, this is such a wonderful time to be a professional wrestling fan. This is the Monday Night Wars, but with talent, with workers, 
with stuff that will captivate and blow your mind. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, while I am still an e-head, get on the board, get your streaming sites, get the New Japan, get the progress. Maybe all Japan, I don't know, but definitely, definitely get Shimmer. Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm uh, I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm starting to finish up that All Japan Champion Carnival. There's some pretty good stuff on there. There's one from uh, April 24th, Shingo versus Shuji Ishikawa, your doppelganger. Shingo. Wow, was that tight! <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'll say this too, and this is this is somebody who completely does not like WWE, um, and actually defended Roman slightly in the in the main event. They said, and, and tell me if you think this is fair, and then, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Um, it actually boggles my mind that this is from uh, uh, John Carroll, who runs uh, Wrestling Omakase over at uh, Voices of Wrestling. Um, it actually boggles my mind that people are blaming Roman for that main event yesterday. Like, he's a dead character headlining in front of a crowd that just watched three straight hours of awful bleep, and they laid the match out to feature seven minutes of Samoa Joe wrestles. I know some people think he's overrated or whatever, but seriously, what is this dude supposed to do with this set of circumstances? You may as well yell at him for not being able to walk on water. <laughs> is a, that fair? That's a fair statement. Oh, God, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and this is from somebody who does nothing but just, I mean, this, like some of this stuff, um, like, like somebody tweeted this out. I don't want to know who tweeted this out, but they said, from Royal Rumble 2017 to Royal Rumble 2018 was as well as WWE has been booked in my lifetime. You couldn't book a, a wrestling company better, uh, or wrestling company of that size better. Um, <laughs> and this person, and they, that same person said, "This is seriously has to be the worst thing I've ever read." Read like this person does not like whatsoever. This, I mean, WWE, and even he said, "Look, what do you what do you want? Like, what do you want when this this company?" This company can't book, man. It's just, it's terrible. And, and I mean, come on, how many times are they going to show us that karaoke lip sync session with Finn Balor oh, rapping with, the, with Cesaro? And, like, oh. oh, my God. It's terrible. Just show them play soccer in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's a way better way to get me hyped for these co-branded pay-per-views. I, I agree 100%. I mean, we, we've been a little pro-Roman in 2017, you know, we, we've, I've eaten crow a few times, mm-hmm. you know, with his matches. It's just fun to bag on the guy, but yeah, it, it you do feel bad. Like after that, that cage match at the uh, greatest Royal rumble, I was like, okay, this guy never has a chance from now on. Like there's no way to even make him cool after this for a while in the Mark's eyes. I mean, in the machine's eyes, he's over, you know, there's no, he's still the guy. I mean, he's still going to be in day, you know, month in and month out. Get used to it. But, you know, it's just we have to appreciate kind of the stuff. We have to think about him like the shield, you know, back in the day when everyone was like, who's that guy? Maybe again, you just keep him that strong, silent type. We know his weaknesses on the mic. Just have him do that. Hell, just you've been teasing it for years already. Just have Paul Heyman be his advocate. And let's not forget they've showed us 17 times in the last week that his feet touched the floor first, and then they had the referee apologize on Twitter for screwing <laughs> up the call. And then they don't even... WCW? Yeah, 
And then instead of going, all right, well, we might as well do another match and just have Lesnar win by DQ or something to get it, you know, to keep keep what they're trying to do over. They just have Kurt Angle in a statement through WWE.com say, the referee's decision stand, he's still the champion. <laughs> Are you kidding Do me? Do even go to that website anymore? I don't. God, WWE, literally, guys. Minus five stars! Man, bite oh, this and bite that. Oh, my gosh. I'd rather watch Jordan Jisker run the ropes against B3 and me again. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Anything I missed before we can go to break? Because I'm heated. I want to get oh talking to some new. No, we're gonna have a cool down, ladies and gentlemen. We got some new Japan coming at you. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Total Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. <laughs> But if you trust us the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my power. Check my feet when I'm walking to see if it ain't. I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted I, to I it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, basketball, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
WrestleCast Radio coming back at you to celebrate the fifth anniversary of the Bullet yes. Club debut at Wrestling Duntaku. Nice little, nice little uh, touch there. Some cool gear. Boy, boy, dude, I want one of those robes that like Folly yeah. and, o- and Omega were wearing. Omega, them, that was really tight. Them joints were sick. Man, I look like a big old <laughs> like. <laughs> Them joints, <laughs> one of the big old kimono looking things, but like those are those are chick, right? So the dude one, uh, I don't know. It's probably what Kimono goes to bed with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but boy, it was wrestling Duntaku. It was tremendous. This was mm-hmm. this was the bright spot of pro wrestling last week. I can officially, <laughs> officially and boisterously say that. Um, Wrestling agreed, Duntaku, agreed. day one. Uh, this was March third. Uh, we won't, we're not going to kind of break down everything. We'll just t- we're going to just talk about the importance on here. Uh, Young Bucks and Marty Scroll defeat Bad Luck Folly and the Grills of Destiny. I went three and a quarter to become the new never open weight six man tag champions. Uh, it was a really fun match. There was a lot of. A lot of sportsmanship right in between and at the end, which is what threw a lot of people for a, for a little bit of a loop leading into yep. what we saw obviously come the next night. So that was pretty sweet. But great, great match, great back and forth work. I loved everything they did inside that ring. Um, kudos all in all for that. And it, and it was a nice little fresh face. Now what I'm wondering is, is this going to slot G.O.D. back into the tag title picture? With obviously Lij uh, having having the straps, um, Kes is obviously still there. The Young Bucks, mm-hmm. which we will find out, are going to be challenging Lij, which we'll talk about when we kind of just briefly talk about Dominion's card. <laughs> Ishii and Yano continue to still get wins. Like, where does this? Where do you slot this tag division right now? It's finally interesting. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I think the surprising thing, of course, which we'll touch in, is how quick the Bucks, after winning gold, just going for more gold. You know, the Austin Aries of the tag division, if you will, um, where, yeah, I mean, they're already kind of getting their shots. I think G.O.D., you know, I, I think you still kind of have them go for the uh, for the six-man, um, you know, belts. I'm assuming they'll, they'll get their rematch, but... I uh, I'm not sure. I mean, slotting in one more tag team that's already in there, uh, feed me more. Yeah, I would say. yeah. I'm not saying bring can... back Ryback. I'm not saying bring in Ryback <laughs> again. But I'm just saying feed me more. It will, it's Him nice. We... Oh God, don't say that. Come on, no, that's gross. Um, it's it's nice to finally they'll be able to say that we have a tag division because this was literally mm-hmm. one of the things you know most disappointing things of the year last year was the mm-hmm. New Japan Heavyweight Tag Division. So kudos to them all in all for doing that. Who do you see challenge uh, the villain and the, uh, the the Bucks of Young for the uh, open Neverweight six-man tag belts? Boy. Boy, oh boy. Well, it'll have to take place either on a Road 2 show or after Dominion. Oh boy! There, Do you I think mean, they drop them of... right away? Do you got Makabe, Finley, and Juice go for them? I mean, you could you could definitely do something like that. You could do some sort of Taguchi Japan guys. Uh, what I mean, you could do something with 
with um, with Suzuki Goon, depending where you want to take some of the guys. I still hope that that Suzuki and Zack Saber Jr. are in the tag league. I think that'll be a fun team in the tag league. So I mean, there's they there's got some great moves together. It just oh my gosh, yeah, I had to Snapchat that whole where they're just rotating limbs and hurting Stop people. Stop of Doom submission move. <laughs> Like one guy's got an arm bar, one's got an STF who turns in, who flips to an ankle lock, who flips to a cravat, who goes into a face lock, who goes into like a. I mean, they just kept doing things. To, I was watching to, it, know. and I was like, I, I, I questioned. I was like, did Ryan just send me a snuff film? Like I, I was confused, and I felt so bad for what was going on <laughs> to that person. I was like, my God. Zack Saber was stretching Naito out to the point that he was reciting this. Why Naito? Who's Tranquilo now, dickhead? <laughs> they were working him over. Um, speaking of that, LIJ gets the victory over Suzuki Goon. I go three and a quarter on it. Uh, a lot better than their their night two match. Uh, their night one match was a little bit longer, and it was, was more of a wrestling match. Obviously, there was a reason that the night two match did go shorter and less impactful for what we ended up seeing obviously um but that was fun uh okada and osprey defeat tanahashi and kushida i went three and a half on that one kushida takes the fall obviously they're protecting tanahashi with it nice little tag match nice little tag match um it's what you wanted to really build from those guys where they didn't, they gave you enough where it was a good third of the top match, but they didn't overdo it to the point that they would spoil anything from their one on ones. So it was a perfectly mm-hmm. acceptable. That's why I went three and a quarter on it too. I might have rated a little high, but just for the fact of how well they worked it, I thought was it was deserving of that. Mm-hmm. Um, big two main events here. You really enjoyed uh, enjoy this one. I'll let you sound off on this. Um, Cody uh, battled Dakota Abushi, the rematch from their phenomenal uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12 match back in January. Um, I, I did enjoy this match just due to the fact that, again, Cody's intensity level, his character is just, just all over the place, but in a good, good way. Of course, you know, with the, the Bullet Club Civil War underway, but, you know, according to him, what, what Civil War? Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of nice to see him go after Coda um, with that, you know, that glare of like, you you know, like he's the reason there's this rift, you know, and, and, and all this and just kind of attacking him. Of course, we, we saw the amazing uh, Japanese table make a, make an appearance. Uh, my <laughs> God, uh, the, the coup, uh, Abushi's coup de grace, if you will, or coup de gras uh, for you Balor fans out there. But uh uh, the, him doing that to Cody twice uh, and oh the table God. still barely going through was was insane. But Cody again just just had that intensity, um, that that finishing move uh, with the the vertebraker. I, I, I keep forgetting that's in his arsenal, but by God, it looked brutal to kind of sew up a bushy there. But just you know, again, it, it was just a nice hard hitting match. It wasn't you know a wrestling match like their uh, Wrestle Kingdom. About, but this was just a nice strike, just kind of go for it all type of match. Cody was out for blood, uh, even if it was his. And uh, I thought him, um, you know, getting the win over Ibushi not only was surprising, uh, but but good for that character and kind of good for the storyline, especially kind of what happens in the uh, main event. Um, I went three stars on it. 
I, I don't remember what I gave the Wrestle Kingdom match. I have to look back here. Uh, what did I give? I gave, I gave the Wrestle Kingdom match. Yep, three and three quarters. Thank you. Um, if, if you knew that, that is badass. And if you just guessed, holy crap, that was good. Um, so regardless, kudos to you for being on top of everything. This was just a brawl. Again, it wasn't like your pseudo New Japan Abushi match. That's why I, I kind of dug it a little bit more. Here, here's why I'll say what what kind of hurt it for me a little bit is I thought Cody was doing a little too much stalling at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a guy who likes the heel stalling. Like the way Nakamura did it with AJ last night, I thought was perfect. You know, obviously Styles ran out after him, but I, I like that kind of it. Mm-hmm. After like the fifth one, I was like, all right, a little much here, unless you're going to go a while. And I thought right after the crossroads kick out from Kota Ibushi, I was like, okay, now they're going to start turning it up because New Japan protects finishes very well. So I thought, okay, now they're going to now they're going to start going. And then he hit him in that. Oh my God, that was the most unsafe vertebraker I've ever seen. It looked like he like fell on his own back with it. Like I thought he was going to hurt oh, himself. So it just wasn't him. cool looking. So that was okay because I, I was like, wow, that looked really. Interesting. <laughs> like Dota <laughs> must have been protected. Yeah, like I, I think, and and this is a move that I shouldn't nitpick because if Cody leaned in farther to make sure that Kota Bushi didn't hit the canvas, praise him for being a smart, safe worker. But when mm-hmm. he landed on his back instead of both of them hitting the canvas together, I was like, please don't tell me that's the finish. And then he pinned uh, him. And yeah, I was I like, God. That brutal. And you know, and if it wasn't, finish. and yeah, and and you know, I think if I would have if I would have had that mindset, then yeah, I probably would have did the oh, oh my, yeah. kind of like when when Juice Brainbuster Goto and Liger had a coronary, <laughs> and I thought I thought you should have won from that Ooh, when Liger's yeah. going for like thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, so I think it was it was kind of like the Daniel Bryan big casting. I was ready for this to start kick it into that next gear, and then it ended. And I was like, ah. It was good, though. Like, that's, I mean, and I said that I still went three stars on it, too. It's not like, you know, it was it was an above-average match. The, the the table break spot with the coup de grace was brutal. I mean, the second time when he pushed him through it, it didn't even break. It just hollowed out, and his body just dangled through it. And he screamed, as you could see, the table cutting his back. Like, mm-hmm. that was rough-looking. I mean, good God! So, you know, it, if if they would have went another six minutes, five minutes, and we would have got a couple more falsies and then the finish, I think I would have went as high. So it, it it wasn't bad by any means. I just I wanted a little more. I think was all. Um, main event. What did you think, Kenny Omega, Adam Page? I went three and three quarters on it. Uh, what was your thought? I, I again I, I enjoyed the beginning. I like how Cody kinda comes back out with the all in shirt there. And um <laughs> essentially what was really cool too was they were just beating the crap out of Omega. Uh, you know, even did he had the robot in that match, correct? It was that night. Yeah, uh, yeah he came, or he came out with it night two for the bullet night club two, okay. Um anywho, uh, <laughs> I, I liked how you know they were they were trying to get the uh, the one up um, on Omega before the bell rang, you know, as as they, you know, 
foreign objects, you know, kind of hitting everywhere. Um, this was a good match. Adam Page seemed a little hindered. Um, I don't know if he was a hurt or or whatnot, but um, it was. was I like the. He was What's unconscious. Up? He was clean unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Which by the uh, back of the head V trigger, because good God. Um, no, but w- what I liked about uh, about this match was Kenny Omega essentially was, you know, the the elder statesman. He had a counter for everything. Um, Adam Page, you know, he looked good, you know, as well, but. To my, uh, again, Omega just had a, a counter for every single thing. And, and then once he went V-Trigger happy towards the end of the match, um, that was beautiful to set up for the one-winged angel. Uh, not not one of Adam Page's better matches, um, especially, you know, kind of what we saw with the, uh, with the Jay White there. Um, but uh, a match, you know, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily watch again right away. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, again, for storyline purposes, uh, you know, what was effective. My thought going in after, though, was who's going to be the one to turn? Who's going to be the next Bullet Club leader as this progresses? Is it going to be Adam Page, Ryan, or will it be the villain, Marty Squirrel? I, you know, or someone really, entirely different. I really don't know where we're going with this. The, the, Kenny Cody thing seems to still stem off from it. And especially when we get to night two, it'll be a little easier to talk about. Um, But it was, you know, I'll I'll say, I'll say page was page looked a little bit like he was really trying to make sure he can hang with Kenny Omega. Whereas when he's in there with Jay Whitey kind of just was going with emotions. And I think it was a good thing because he was comfortable. Um, he tried to match that intensity with Kenny. And I think that's where it kind of threw him off a little bit. Kenny's good enough that the match was as good as it was. I mean, Kenny Omega is just mm-hmm. tremendous, but yeah. when he did that flip over clothesline and ate that V trigger, he was, yeah. I mean, he was like, <laughs> stiff, like fell over limbs, didn't bend unconscious stiff. And he kept trying to, I mean, it was, it was brutal. Uh, I'm glad he just V triggered him and ended it. Even though, I, thankfully, he tucked him because Adam Page was not protecting himself. He was done. No, he legit was out. Okay. Oh, he was. I I watched it again, and he did that like like rigor mortis, like stiff as a board. Um, he corked. Yeah, he corked. Like, when Billy Kidman did the shooting star press to Chavo uh, and <laughs> Velocity, whatever, and Chavo got stiff as a board. That's what it looked like. Yeah. It was. It was, and I mean, what are you going to do, Adam Page? That's a lot of momentum flipping into the ring for that lariat with the guy coming at you with his knee. I mean, something's got to give, and it was his jaw, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know, all in all, fun match. Uh, Kenny Omega gets the win. Then we move on to night two, which was completely interesting. For the the, the two matches I want to talk about didn't have the greatest wrestling work, but told fantastic stories. And then the last two are matches. Talking about, were, are you talking about Chaos and uh, Suzuki Goon, three on three? Uh, uh, no, I was talking about the two ten mans. Los Gobernadores de Japón defeat Suzuki Goon. This kind of went two and a quarter. I didn't think it was nearly as good as their first one. Obviously, reason being why Tetsuya Naito begins to make his way to the back. He's high fiving fans. Uh, fan in a Bushi hoodie. 
or a bushy shirt or mask and hoodie pulls into the side and beats the piss out of him. Now, we had talked about last week that we knew Chris Jericho was spotted in Fuka, uh, Fukuoka, and we or we knew he was he was supposed to be be there, but uh, the way he was moving did not look like Chris Jericho. Like, and in what he, sense? What do you mean? Like the way he was making Naito take bumps and the punches he was throwing, and the way he like hopped the barricade when he threw him over the oh, barricade. Okay. And, did that like double leg flip over the bed? Like I'm like Jericho doesn't move that gracefully. So that was. Do you that think there real... was a stunt Jericho, or do no, you think I it's thought... that DDP yoga? <laughs> I thought it was somebody else doing it, and then Jericho was going to come out. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then they were maybe going to try to get somebody invigorated, man. Yeah, it's well, definitely you're right. It was the uh, it was that DDP yoga because that man was moving. Uh, I get the ring bell, bust him. He couldn't get his mask off though, so they got a yoga for no, face. Yeah. Uh, DDP has that, but uh, he's wearing his Lista in Gobernobles de Jericho shirt. Uh, he busts him open with the ring bell. Uh, Night O got some of the nastiest color I've seen since Ric Flair. Oh my gosh! Uh, once again, though, my only problem with this, Alex is why does LIJ not come out like two minutes sooner? Because uh, it was very, like, it was, no, I, I agree. It was very like WWE, like, where's his people? Like, why, you know, did, did, did they get, you know, did cotton candy cart go by, you know, like did the Coors Light, you know, bus drive, you know, through, I have no idea why it, they waited like four minutes for them to finally come out. And then when they did, it didn't matter because Jericho still murdered Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, it was like, and, and that was one of the things too, like like you said, they finally come out and then they leave the ring and he goes back in and starts beating them up again and they're all standing outside the ring going, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Get in the ring. Does that mean There's, they're going to turn you, on him? You should be kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah. Like what is going on? Like Don so Callis isn't gonna you know jump up from the announce table to help Jericho. He's just gonna you know probably let it go. <laughs> so that was that that was my only beef. Now that's also me nitpicking because this company doesn't do things wrong. So when they do something noticeably wrong, they deserve to be nitpicked. You know, this is something like you said we see on WWE every week. So you just let it go because you know it's going to happen. little surprising when this yeah. company has a lot of factions and the faction didn't do anything to help them. So I get it, though. You're trying to build your storyline. You know, it's fine. But I just wanted to see if you had noticed that, too. Like, are they going to come help? Uh, oh, I did because I, I was just as confused because I'm like, they're right there or where are they? There's like, they should be rolling up from every corner of the ring. Like Bushi should be mad because he's like first JR doesn't know who I am. And now you're going to wear my mask and JR's going to know who you are, but not me. I'm Bushi. Damn it. But yeah, it was, it was just absurd. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I can't wait to read something. Uh, some, uh, a review I'm reading about backlash. Holy cow. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. But um, so we got that. Then we get the OG Bullet Club against the 
I wrote NS for New School. Uh, Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, Hangman Page, and Cody taking on Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, the Gorillas of Destiny, and Bablet Fale. Um, I went three stars on it. There was a little more comedy than I expected, but I still thought it was entertaining. Uh, Marty Skrull continuously trying to body slam Fale. Uh, didn't work. Uh, obviously, the NCs, we talked about Kenny Omega chasing Cody in the back. The other seven Bullet Club members unite. Too sweet in the air. Kota Bushi kind of just, mm-hmm. all right, I'm just going to leave. I don't really belong here, which was fine. Uh, what do you think of this match? Uh, since I didn't see it, I'm not sure, but I did see the aftermath of this match, which I thought was uh, was pretty pretty wonderful. My Because my, I, I was confused on why Cody Rhodes wasn't there. Um, in fact, I'm watching it actually right now, you know, kind of getting chased back, which is nice. My thing is, who oozes more cool, machismo, if you will, Roman Reigns or Bad Luck Fale? Oh, Fale is way cooler. <laughs> I just saw him and I was like, damn, that guy is awesome. <laughs> That's who I want to aspire to be. <laughs> He's way tighter. <laughs> no, but... um. <laughs> no, but but you know, uh, kind of going to the aftermath of of the match there. Who comes back down to the ring? Oh boy, why am I drawing a blank? Who who did walk back down? Tokyo Pimp, come on! Oh yes, Tudor and Chase came down. That's who it was. I forgot about them from the beginning, from their uh, hot opener against Tomoyuki Oka and Yuji Nagata. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, we got everything together. Um, boy, oh boy, though. Will Ospreay defeats Kushida. Um, I'm teetering on this right now. I went four and a quarter, Alex. What did you think of this match? Oh, I loved it. It was, it was poetry emotion. It was, it was beautiful to see. Like, I'm more, especially with the best of the super juniors coming up, Ryan. Like, I'm more excited for that than WWE as a whole right now. Watching Kushida Will Ospreay, I was thinking, this is wrestling. Not just because they're juniors and they could move in this and that. It was just storytelling at its finest. These were two of the best from the past to the now. Um, and, and I loved how Kushida just, you know, towards the end was just going kick after kick, stomp after stomp thinking, what do I have to do to get this young man down? Will Osprey doing flips, uh, you know, but, but in a good way, hashtag dive is up and running. But the athleticism, the artistry that these two put on, I mean, obviously the, the chemistry is there through the roof. But, I, you know, again, this was a fight forever. You know, this was something where the two, uh, you know, where, where Okada – and, you know, uh, and Tanahashi are, you know, where, where they're just, the nucleus is just there. That's how I feel with Koshida and Osprey, you know, as well as, you know, how you feel with Dragon Lee and, and, um, and Hiromu. You know, mm-hmm. I think Koshida and Osprey is definitely that, that fantastic um, rivalry, if you will. But it's just more so, of, you know, to prove who's the best of the best. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful to watch. I highly recommend to go out of your way to watch these final two matches, but, but Kushida and Osprey, my God. 
<laughs> it was tremendous. You know, and, and I still can't get over the gift that I sent you guys in the group chat where Osprey comes off the rope and Kushida hits his fastball pitch punch right in the face and Osprey falls to his knees and slides across the canvas with his knees bent backwards and, and he's laying yep. on his back. Oh my God. And that the handspring, uh, the front roll spring from the ground to the apron to the DDT off the apron was disgusting. I mean, Osprey, Kushida had Osprey up for the, for the fisherman buster off the middle rope and somehow Osprey Breaks out and lands on the apron only to do a springboard back into the ring and do a cutter. I mean, the things these guys did were tremendous. Mm. And I'm going to say this one more time. If somebody wants to tell me that Will Ospreay can't sell, stop watching wrestling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how people don't think that he sells. He sells his neck like, um, <laughs> like very well. Because I felt bad for him about nine spots. <laughs> like you're like, oh my god, he's dying. Like this yeah. guy is dying. Ah, uh, it was it was just tremendous. It was such a good match. Then the nerves kick in. Match ends after he hits the. I can't remember what he calls his new move, like the Shatter Star or something like oh, that. Whoa, 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 whoa! Go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, are you talking about the next match or what happened after? Uh, I'm still talking about the same match. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, what have you have you not seen something? Should I know this? Nope, nope. You're good. Okay. Well, yeah. Whatever. Whatever that where he, he hooks him up and onto his shoulders in like a butterfly Argentine backbreaker and spins them off of his shoulders into a cutter or a neckbreaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he calls that new move, but it was disgusting what he hit Kushida with. Um, then my, we my see... thing, I got to start watching their matches in English commentary because I want to know what 98% of these moves are. Because in my notes, ah. I'm like, he did crazy flip on a head and then hurricane <laughs> ramen into a tombstone into a vertebraker. You're like, what do you call that thing? Like, you know, <laughs> the, the pip pip cheerio or, you know, something like that. But. Oh. And then yeah. he hits that running front flip DDT where they did like a reverse Spanish fly. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! Gotcha. Um, but then we see the clip: Bone Soldiers coming, and I about threw up on my living room table, going <laughs> no, no, no. And then I'm going, this dude's like 280. How the hell is he gonna come out? Then we see Tama Tonga come out, and then all of a sudden, a guy in a bone soldier mask attacks Will Osprey, gets him up in a brain buster, and throws him forward into a chest breaker. And uh, he opens up the vest, and I go, Oh my God, I know who exactly that is because only one guy is that ripped. And this kind of leads me, this kind of leads me to the. Well, I I, I kind of called it for the best of the Super Juniors, but didn't call it. Remember last week, I said, God, I wish they had a working relationship with Noah because I would love to see yep. Taiji Ishimori in the best of the Super Juniors. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out he did officially quit pro wrestling Noah, signed with New Whoa. Japan, and made his debut and will be in the best of the Super Juniors. 
<laughs> so, ironically, it happened. Not in the way I, I planned on it to happen, or I even thought it would happen, but ironically, we did get Taiji Ishimori. Um, obviously, Thanks you know, for listening to the show, Ishimori. We didn't mean for you to quit, Noah. <laughs> and it's good work. Maybe he lovely. wanted to make the Bone Soldier character finally a favorite for you. And he knew Maybe, this you would know be what? the only way, Ryan. I'm excited. And he got a sweet little new haircut, too. He didn't have his ponytail anymore. He got this, like, like Prince Charming haircut. He looked tight. Oh, yeah. Uh, there had been rumblings that he was going to leave Noah because he wanted to venture into greener pastures. But he was still working Impact. Um and I wasn't, for those of you who don't know Taiji Shimori, he's been the X Division champion in Impact for a while up until he lost the title to Matt Seidel maybe a month ago. Um, but I, I thought it meant he was going to go to NXT, was, was my ultimate thought. And boy, was I wrong. So, hell yeah. yeah, Gato, thanks for listening like Vince does, but you at least implemented the correct thing, not going, let's take it and put a spin <laughs> on it. Damn it. Um, and also, apparently, they took the rest of the ideas because did you see the other two names that got named to the best of the Super Juniors? Mm-hmm. ACH, who I said, and Chris Saber of the Motor City Machine Guns, who I yep. said, would, I said, why don't you have the Machine Guns do it? So, ironically, I should have bet in Vegas again. With that being said, <laughs> Taiji Shimori is tremendous, Alex. He made events on the 18th against Will Ospreay. I cannot wait. For, for your uh, first tasting of Ishimori, wow. this dude is tremendous. Um, he he does a – he'll pick you up in like a body slam um, or like a sidewalk slam. And instead mm-hmm. of throwing you backwards, um, he walks on – he does it while he's on the top rope with you and does a moonsault holding you into a power slam. Wow. Uh, which is ridiculous. He also will shoot you off the ropes and – jump straight in the air like a leapfrog, but instead land with his feet on your shoulders and basically force foot stomp you to the ground. I mean, this dude is brutal. He was part uh, <laughs> of the Noah Jr. Tag Champs with High 69. They feuded with uh, the Rattels, uh, Yohei and Hayata, a little bit with Daisuke Harada and Tadasuke. He's a, he's a really good wrestler, and I, I'm super thrilled that they nabbed Taiji Shimori. I could not be any happier. I went from going, damn it, Boner's back on his way to the ring, to, oh my god, Bone Soldier's Taiji Shimori. <laughs> so, wow. Just so, I mean, surprise. so now, is this, this set up a whole bunch of, you know, dream matches now? Kind of in that division for you? I I think the way you're making lot. them hypes. He's, dude, I'm telling you, he is, he is really good. He is really But that's what good. I'm saying. So him and Hiromu, him and Osprey, you know, oh. just so many matchups. Kushida, you know, of course, you know, ACH even. I mean, he's he's fantastic. So, I mean, a lot of these matchups could be pretty damn enticing, right? It's kind of like when, um, when Osprey and Skrull went to New Japan and went, oh, my God, there's going to be so many more matches we never saw that we get to see now. Yeah. You know, yeah, now, you know, now, yeah, exactly. It's like now there's going to be now, you know, now his whole block is going to be exciting. Like him versus yo could be awesome. Him versus Bushi. I believe they're all in the same block could be awesome. 
So there's a lot of good that could come out of this. I, I think right away he's already my pick to win the best of the Super Juniors. Um, but I mean, but with this too, though, my question to you, who gets lost in the shuffle? One or two wrestlers that have got to get shifted out with this new acquisition, right? I think maybe now it's okay if you want to start slowly doing something different with Kushida. I still think, and I'm going to stick to this, the reason they made the never open weight championship was to not have a weight restriction on it. I would love to see Kushida wrestle Goto for the, the never. Oh, that would be nice. My, my, you know, wow. That would be really nice. Love it. Why not do it? You know, you're, you have juniors as your never open weight six man. Why not do it? You know, it's the whole point of it. Uh, but it's the main event. Nakajima. Who's Nakajima? For, for Noah? Yeah. Akatsu, uh, Katsuyuki Nakajima, he was in the G1 two years ago when Marafuji was in it. Um, he was in that eight-man in the New Japan versus Noah where – Shibata headbutted that dude and started bleeding at Wrestle Kingdom. He's the he wears gold or silver pants, and like he's like the genius of the kick is his gimmick, and he just beats okay. the hell out of you. He's kind of like uh, Mochizuki with the kicks. Oh, uh, nice, nice. He was who Noah thought was going to be their big draw, passing the torch, and it failed, and that's why they had Eddie Edwards beat him. <laughs> and it failed. <laughs> I mean, it did. He didn't draw, and it sucked. You know, I like Nakajima, but, uh, you know, instead of putting it back on Marafuji, they had... sounds like a Shibata type for that company, where he's just strictly like a worker. Um, That's a good way to look at it. So do you think Shibata could ever lead New Japan, then? Since Fukujima could not, you know, a la Noah? Um, I don't know. I mean, Nakajima has, I think, less... Charisma than than Shibata. I think Shibata <laughs> more. Ah, well, he'll just straight literally kick your ass. So yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> that's the only gimmick he needs or charisma. Shibata made people cry when he walked out to the ring during the G one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's much more to be said about that. Um, main event though. Oof. This is just my the fifth floor is stuff. yours, Ryan. The floor is yours. Uh, I, so, Okada Naito, Okada Zack Sabre, uh, Golden Lovers, Young Bucks, uh, Almas, Gar, uh, Almas Gargano, and now Okada Tanahashi are my five-star matches of the year. Ooh. It was, I mean, it was tr- the, the fact that these guys continue to, to, to use callback after callback. Mm-hmm. I knew this was going to be something special when Okada does his normal drop kick um, while you're sitting on the top rope. And instead, Tanahashi skins the cat instead of falling off, only to get brought back into the ring for a tombstone. Um, Tanahashi almost killing Okada does a tombstone to him. Mm-hmm. We see another tombstone on the floor after a big callback to that being done earlier on the tour when Okada actually did tombstone him, I think, on, on the 26th show. So that was awesome. They finally called back to it after he kept trying at it. Um, you know, Tanahashi breaks the wrist clutch for the Rainmaker. 
the, the amount, you know, the sling blade counter off of the Rainmaker was ridiculous. Just, you know, Tanahashi did a Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, yep. uh, you know, the slaps and counters. Um, Alex, do you have that article I sent you uh, up? Uh, I am getting that. Which one, though? You sent two links. Um, it's the one that I sent you. Let me see here. Let me. Where is Alex on my phone? It's the one that I sent that was like a giant, huge thing. Um, I sent it at 11.05 this morning. Yeah, but it was for the G1 Climax. That's exa- Yep, that's exactly what it is. I need you to scroll okay. down to the main event. Yep. Um, now, what was the finish of this main event? On their... their uh, they're they're basically Okada their, tries their for the rainmaker. Tanahashi slaps him in the face and gets dropped with the tombstone for another two and a half. Sling blade out of nowhere. High fly flow crossbody. High fly flow connects. One, two. The bell rings for the time limit draw. At the thirty minute mark of this match, we saw between Tanahashi and Okada. Okada no. kicked out of the high fly flow. In a callback to the G1 match. Wow. When I tell you that these guys are the greatest rivalry I've ever seen in my life, I don't, I don't know if I could have even thought about that in a million years ago. Hey, let's time it so you hit me with the high fly flow again, and at the 30-minute mark, I'll kick out just like I didn't in the G1 where you would have gotten the win. They called back a time limit draw with a kick out at 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I, I have no words for this. Either <laughs> you're the biggest, like, not conspiracy, like I should say theorist in all the uh-huh. land, or they seriously, this, I got to stop watching American wrestling. <laughs> Because like, if they went in and said, hey, did you time it? Like, was it literally the third? Like, you saw it. You were like, minute 30, they might do a callback. Like, uh, how did you realize that? Uh, Larry Otto, I think it was. It was either him or Chris Charlton, the one I go for all the gifts and the one I go for all the translations. Ah. They they had timed it. And they went, you got to be kidding me that they use that as a callback. Wow. I just. I need to quit my job and watch like nine years of New Japan just straight. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know That's what amazing. to say. These guys. No, this match was wonderful. It was a, it was an aging warrior. It was a great passing of the torch match. This aging again, you know, samurai, you know, trying to to regain what was his, the valor, being the ace of this company, not ready to give that up yet. It was, you know, it was grueling to watch. Hell, I was pulling for Tana, you know, in in, in, the, in the latter half of this match, especially when you know Dikata kind of came out, you know, uh, you know, kind of ruffling Tana's head there, but. As you stated, I mean this this was classic as as it comes, um, you know. And and finally for Tanahashi, and who knows? Maybe this is the last main event we see. Maybe this is his last title uh, matchup, you know, for a while. Not saying that he's going to retire, but there's a you know plethora of new talent, new challengers for for Okada. 
Um, you can't ask for better storytelling than these two have, have had. I mean, for them to be a draw, you know, what was it at, at uh, what, 4-4-2? Four, four uh, gosh, some crazy number like that, yeah. For it to, you know, for this match to determine, you know, the most successful title offenses for Okada to pass Tanahashi's, you know, streak of reigns or, you know, days of reign as champion. Like, you can't ask for for, for better storytelling, and, and, and both guys brought it in. There was no Tanahashi nagging arm injuries, you know, lingering in the match or through the commentary. This was strictly the best of the best, and the new ace has been crowned. Uh, guitar solos and all. This was a hell of a uh, sword to fall on for for Hiroshi Tanahashi um, and Okada. He's just getting started. That's the scary and, part. This guy is 30 years old. He's beaten everybody there is to it. I think if they're smart, the Nevels, the Daniel Bryan, sorry, Bryan Danielson, the, the Austin Aries. This is where everybody wants to go. Not only to draw money, but to have people say you just had a four and a half to five star match. Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker, is the real deal. He is professional wrestling. New Japan is professional wrestling. But by God, what these two men did this past 4th of May was was nothing but outstanding. What this company did with the storylines, with Jericho, you know, coming back to attack Naito to say, hey, guys, I might have said I was done, but hey, that's because you are, are a bunch of schmucks, and I'm Chris Jericho, <laughs> damn it, and I will get away with it. For Kushida, again, another aging samurai in the junior division battling the – the kid, literally, what, 24, 25, in Will Ospreay, the aerial assassin putting on a clinic, a close-to-five-star classic, and then to see these two. By God, this is amazing. I, I wish nothing but the best. I hope they release a Blu-ray of all their matches because it'll be damn <laughs> easier to navigate the New Japan world on the fire stick. But I will make damn sure I will watch all these from these two because this is the rock and Austin of this era. This is the rivalry that you need to get on. And, you know, some of the things that just blew my mind about it too is, you know, kind of goes for a rainmaker. Tana kicks out. Uh, or Tana ducks it. Tana then goes for a lariat back at me. It's a German and Tanahashi kicks out at one. And this yeah. is yeah. after all this. Then Tanahashi, I totally forgot when he hits the Rainmaker on Okada. I think Okada kicked out of the Rainmaker at one. Like, nope, that's not going to fly. Um, and, you know, as, as I pointed out, nobody ever breaks the wrist clutch anymore. That's the big gimmick. And he keeps walking around with the wrist clutch. Tanahashi slaps the hell out of him and breaks the wrist clutch to the point he falls over. I mean, you know... The, and even the basic stuff, like they had a sweet exchange, maybe five minutes in with Matt wrestling. And when they went to the stare down, as Tanahashi rolls to rolls to his knees for the stare down, he's already playing an air guitar as he rolls up and then throws yep. it to the crowd. Like, I don't, I don't know how these guys can be so calm. It was a lot to me, that spot, especially at the end with the slaps, very much like Shawn Michaels, last match with Taker, like, okay. I've given you everything I've got. Like, this is it. You know, take me out now. I'm wounded. It's yours. Like, it was just so beautiful and sad to watch. But, yeah, it was the emotion 
that impact was on a 10 for this whole match. These three. Um, Okada has always has three points. Okada's first point now. Now I can call Tana or Hiroshi Tanahashi Mr. Tanahashi or Tanahashi Kun or Tanahashi Senpai, which we all know Naito wants to be called. Any way you cut it, he was great. Uh, second point. He doesn't really get caught up in records, but he goes past V12. He'll show us what a champ looks like. Okada wants to say he has nothing in particular, but the next challenger isn't coming out. He goes through his defenses. And that's, you know, he starts naming everybody in order of his defenses. Then he calls out Kenny Omega and says, the only one I haven't been able to get over was you at Dominion last year when it was a draw, and I won't accept a draw. Let's go no time limit. Omega then says, I can go one better than that. Let's go two out of three falls. <laughs> this, is, this is where Brian Clegger texted me after I told him and said, they're going to go longer than Aries and Danielson did. Aries and Danielson had an 82-minute two out of three falls match in ROH. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, it, you know, this is, this is a great way. This is from uh, Mr. Lariato. Whoever does finally beat Okada, they're going to have a hell of a role to fill. Whether you're, whether you're a fan of his or not, it's hard to deny the level Okada performs at and how much New Japan can rely on him to put on dramatic, exciting matches that do their job top of, at the top of the card. Also, an underrated aspect of Okada's work is how, he readily, how readily he's able to put the focus on his opponent and take a back seat to their popularity mm-hmm. and potential while still retaining the stature bearing expected of an IWGP heavyweight champion. He is the very definition of an ace. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy will do everything he can to make you look better. It's it's incredible. And, and now then he get... will drop kick the out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know what? Now we get. Oh my gosh! Now we're getting. I, dude, two out of three falls, man. I can't even fathom this. I think that's the weekend you come out of here, come golfing, and and we watch Dominion. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking vacation at work. <laughs> uh, I I I I don't know what else to do. I just I can't. I can't fathom how good this match could be. And it's one of those where I have no ill will hyping it this much because I'm not expecting it to let me down to oh, overhype it. It, it can't. <laughs> You're literally going to fall over. Like like you said, 83 minutes. You're right. They're easily, easily can go 90. Easily. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I can't wait for this match. It's going to be tremendous. Um, the, the greatest thing, though, is when Omega came down and just straight – talking Japanese. I was like, that is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, he didn't care. He's like, all right, let's do it. It was so tight. So tight. Let's um <sighs> let's touch really quick on the Dominion card, not not like preview it. Let's just touch on the matches. Let's save the best of Super Junior for next week. Because we'll yep. we'll be able to give it a little more time than that. But um I mean this Dominion card, Okada Omega two out of three falls. Um the where the best of Super Junior takes on Will Ospreay. Uh, we get Hiroki Goto defending against Taichi and Michael Elgin in a three-way. Hey, we called that. Yep. See? Gato's on, on board. Uh, 
Evil and Sonata defending the tag titles against the Young Bucks. Too soon? I don't know. We'll see. I, I think if you have LAJ win and kind of do the Juice Cotto approach where as they have a rematch, there's a, there's a more improvement between the juniors to the heavyweight. I think that's okay. I just, this would be a great buildup to see. Like, you know, obviously they don't do builds or anything like that, but just to see Young Bucks challenge them for the title. Like, for them to come out after and have a little, you know, mic time or whatever, you know, I think that would have been something more instead of just like, here you go. Is, That's my only is this, on it. Is this them just like, let's just stack this card and say, screw it? I think so. Um, the problem with that when you got Rey Mysterio <laughs> popping up. Yeah, Rey Mysterio is going to be there. That's a definition uh, of it. We, <laughs> he's going to be jumping out the sky. Um, Chris Jericho, who says he's the greatest intercontinental champion in the world, is coming yep. for his 10th title reign uh, as he takes on Tetsuya Naito. Naito, by the way, who didn't even walk out to the ring with the title any of the nights, yep. does not care about that belt. It's hilarious. He literally didn't wear it once. Uh does Jericho win it? it? No. Well, no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. I think he might. He, he, oh, man. And then what do you have? Naito win it back in the Cow Palace? No. You have <laughs> no. like a Juice Robinson or, you know, someone else that you want to kind of build or just have Jericho lose it on the cruise. Duh. Um, he, no, I, I, I think you might have Jericho win it. Maybe, I mean, maybe this company takes risks. I mean, you're right there. They may do it. Um, you got Taichi in a damn never open weight championship triple threat match. So, I mean, anything can happen in, in NJPW. <laughs> I think they're going to do Jay White and Juice for the U.S. title. I'd be fine with that. Because they, they were making mentions in the. I don't want to see either of those guys lose, though. But that's the yeah. appeal of the match. Mm-hmm. They were not they that White it would have hurt either. It wouldn't hurt either of them. But I, I don't, I don't want to see either lose. Yeah, because Jay White kept taking shots at Juice during the the six man's the nights before. So I think that's what they're building to. We'll see what happens uh, when they build to on the the gimmick. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, sorry that we had to bring you guys up. We're about to bring you down here. We got a little bit of time left. <laughs> Oh, and I totally forgot our opening news. Kane wins Knox County Mayor, ladies and gentlemen. Kane is the mayor, and that is the best thing coming out of the WWE last week. We'll tell you why right after this. Missing out on an awesome show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. The smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? We got you covered. From WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here 
on the Strong Style View Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Watson, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You got to let love marinate. Put love in that bag. To marinate. Mmm, love going to be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, no, you're going to pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You Alexa. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here. WrestleCast Radio coming back at you. Boy, backlash. Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Dentrus <laughs> just missed the uh, the Shinsuke theme. I, I played the new Shinsuke theme just for him, and he oh. jumped in too late. That's okay. Um, well, let, let's look at the go-home editions of these shows first. Let's knock SmackDown out of the way since you didn't. Well, you didn't see SmackDown, so we can get it over with quick. Um, in the first hour, we only had one match, uh, which saw Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy defeating Sheldon Benjamin and The Miz. Uh, after a Miz TV segment, Orton RKO's Jeff after the match. Uh, Xavier Woods defeats Sheamus, and then Charlotte Oscar and Becky Lynch beat Carmella and the I- excuse me, the Iconics. Ooh. How was that? I uh, went two stars. <laughs> It was it was for SmackDown. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do you think the Iconics are are getting uh, not over, but like, do you think they're adapting to the main roster well? Yeah, I think they're entertaining. Like, yeah. I I enjoy them, and the, I think Peyton Royce is pretty good. Um, yeah. Billy Kay's hit or miss, but I think Peyton Royce is pretty good. Um, let's see, Raw, um, Elias and Bobby Roode. I don't remember why, but I gave it an NA. I, I, and it looks like nobody won. Um, all I have listed is N.A. and then sick. Oh, that was that sick bump when he pulled his face into the to the, the ring post. Or oh, thrown yes, into the, yes. 
and throw it into the thing. Okay, so that happened. Sorry, uh, I, was, then, I was distracted by Okada and, and, and Tanahashi on my screen, on my TV. <laughs> um, then uh, I went one star on this classic. Uh, Jean-Paul and Francois lose to the Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. You didn't um, like that? Uh, no, no, it was pretty bad. Uh, especially when they cut a backstage promo, I'm like, get out of here. No, there's so much other stuff you could be doing than this. Um, what else? I want a quarter and a half on this one. That's uh, it. A star, a star and a quarter. Sorry. Uh, no way, Jose defeated Baron Corbin. Wow. Um, I want a star and a half on Natty over Mickey James. Do you think next week's this- WrestleMania we get Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns? Oh my! To uh, you think Vince will make it happen? <laughs> That'll be the one in Minneapolis. That'll be the one in U.S. Bank Stadium that we have to what, pay thousands of dollars to see. I'll tell you what, man. If if this is the product that they're going to be putting out, if they came to if WrestleMania was here next year, Alex, I'm going to tell you right now, you will be going to WrestleMania on your own. <laughs> I will be going to all the indie shows. Uh, I'll go to oh, Evolve in Minneapolis. Yeah, they would have had their first Avenue. Yep, I will. I would go do all that, but I would not waste my money to go to WrestleMania. I could see fifteen wrestling shows for the no, same. No, it's like Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson at like a watch along. I would do that. Yeah, like at a bar yeah. or somewhere or like a theater. I would do that. I'll go watch Walter kill somebody instead of going to watch another. I want to see him versus both Quebecers because that yeah. match is still like I dream about that match him and Pierre. <laughs> We'll have to rewatch that again. Because Pierre Ouellette was just killing himself for no reason. No, there was a reason. Because I am talking about him. That's why. <laughs> Everyone, watch that match in 2018. That was the spring break, right? Was that yep. a spring break? Joey Janela's spring break from WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Walter, in all caps, a la Kushida, uh, battling uh, Pierre Ouellette, one and a half of the Quebecers. <laughs> so tight. Awesome. Um, shut me off a ledge here, or talk me off the ledge because I don't know why I put this. Maybe it's better than I remember. Um, Bobby Lashley's Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns defeat Jinder Mahal, Cole, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I went three stars. Was it actually that good? It was a good match. Yeah, it was a fun match. You know, everyone kind of got their stuff in, and yeah, I mean, it. it I like the tag team. I'm not going to lie of Strowman and Lashley just because it makes no sense. It's like a, it's like a buddy cop movie. Um, you know, it's just like, what, who's this guy? And you're like, Lashley's just a strong silent type. And it, it just works. Just two big ass dudes, you know, cleaning house a la like a lethal weapon meets roadhouse type of scenario. You throw Roman Reigns and he's like, I, this was the easiest night I've had in a long, long time because they just got to murder their opponents. It was fun. Uh, I Brown didn't like it. On uh, Ruby Riot over Sasha Banks. I thought that was pretty good. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a match you gave a, a quarter of a star. That's why I was like, no way. But it ended up being Jose. <laughs> that was clever. Uh, main event, Seth Rollins defeats Finn Balor. I went three and a half. I thought it was a pretty good match. 
I I'm changing my tune, man, on on Seth Rollins. I thought he was going stale. I kind of liked him and Ambrose pre uh, Ambrose's injury. I thought that kind of brought him back um, in into a centralized character. You know, the fun you could see the fun he was having in that tag division uh, again pre injury. But but his this singles run, man, uh, from the start of the year forward has has been fun. Him and Balor, the rivalry is is just you know it it's fun to watch. Just think about when it's polished or for a, a heavyweight championship, you know that that will draw money. Seth Rollins right now is money. He's fun to watch. He brought back the curb stomp, um, and as we'll get to, uh, probably one of the the best matches I've seen of the year, definitely in the WWE. But uh, him and the Miz putting on a clinic. Yes, the Miz putting on a clinic. Uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. But this was a good match. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Again, I can't wait till they're given twice that time. How long till you turn Balor heel? And soon, or, maybe or, that's a SummerSlam. That's how you close SummerSlam out. Oh, they won't close SummerSlam out. It'll probably open because it'll be for the IC title. Uh, the, the, the WWE Championship didn't even headline the pay per view. Last night. I mean, nope. instead it was a nope. non-title match where half the crowd was gone. I saw pictures when we were on break. We, when we were on break, I was talking to you, and I realized you weren't there. When oh. I went inside <laughs> the, the lobby, some of the some of these comments blew my mind. Um, like, like this one. Uh, the fact that the WWE has spent so long and wasted so many opportunities to get other performers over so that Reigns can be Vince's last star is absurd. The people want to see guys like Samoa Joe succeed, not the howling goof that wrestles in a laser tag jacket. <laughs> laser tag jacket. Uh, I love it. Uh, Joe knows better than to think. Oh, yeah, and that, that person also gave uh, Joe and Roman uh, a quarter of a star. Yeah, anyone says I'm harsh. Um, this one's even worse. I wholeheartedly believe that the WWE has become incapable of success and will only skate along on their name value until the trash, this trash fire finally burns itself out. Uh, zero stars, insert gif of Beetlejuice making the blank hand motion right here is what they gave that uh, that main event. Wow. Yeah, um, it was... Um, it, it was I, here's another one. Missing the days of a Cena main event. Um, the the ta- the semi main tag match. Go watch Lashley have better matches by starting your free thirty day trial at the Global Wrestling Network dot com. Thanks. Two stars. You're still your identity. <laughs> um, what, what was the other thing that I uh, I saw? Um, oh, um, three quarters of a star for the women's title match. I sure am glad Charlotte broke Oscar's streak and then immediately went on to have this massive Shrek dump. This was just Agreed. all around awful. Carmella should not be controlling matches like this, and Charlotte shouldn't be putting in Hideki Suzuki levels of effort. That's <laughs> I mean, backlash for you. We'll, uh, <laughs> what do you got coming up on Sportscast Radio tomorrow, Ryan? <laughs> uh, tomorrow we have Ian Simmons from Riggles Rag talking, talking some Washington Redskins football. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Washington uh, football. Yes, yes. I realize I'm never going to defeat Dan Snyder, so I've just kind of gave in. Especially after uh, I mentioned this on Sportscast as a spit take, but a, a like twenty-year season ticket holder sent Dan Snyder a letter pleading and begging that he does not let Kirk Cousins walk 
Um, and after Kirk Cousins walked in, Snyder then sent the man back a FedEx package to which he opened it, and there was just an autographed picture of Dan Snyder in it. <laughs> that guy's got balls. And not the yeah. WBLZ type. <laughs> um, Orton versus Jeff Hardy. This was a Shrek dump of a match. This is the second Shrek reference from this guy. This is Kelly Harass from The Voice of Wrestling. Randy Orton in 2018 is one of the most boring wrestlers alive, and this couldn't keep my attention at all. Objectively, this match was fine, good even, but I just could not care about anything happening here. I mean, this is this is what we're about to talk about after giving you, without saying spoilers because Demtris is back, without giving you uh, anything... Uh, I mean, this is what we are now talking about after the we just talk about the amazing New Japan shows. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start it off with the only good thing on the show for the most part. Seth Rollins defeats The Miz. Um, I know you're really high on it. I went three and three quarters, almost won four stars, Alex. What do you think of this match? Uh, I, I thought it was fun. I, I liked how they... Who told a story. I mean, obviously, everybody knew that Miz couldn't pull it off, but hey, there was still, you know, kind of that inkling. Uh, but Seth Rollins just proving uh, how fantastic he, he is in the ring. You know, again, I've, I felt has been complacent for, for a little of last year there. And just the energy is back. Maybe burning it down is something we all need to, to kind of have a rehaul. Uh, but the Miz just looked great. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, this was one of the the best like wrestling matches that I've seen. Um, uh, Mike Mizanin uh, kind of run in the uh, WWE ring. I thought they they bounced off each other uh, greatly. You know, b- back and forth. I, I enjoyed the injury angle. You know, if you will, with Seth Rollins. Uh, I mean, the skull crushing. Finale for good God's sakes off the top was was insane. You know, again a, a couple of times where I thought they were going to pull off Miz regaining the Intercontinental Championship, but even though he is at a um, did come up with the loss here, uh, like I mentioned last week, he, he's got to be on that Rushmore of of IC uh, title holders because uh, once again uh, he just proven that. He is awesome. Yeah, it was it was a tremendous showing. There was a legit point when he hit that middle rope um, skull crushing finale that mm-hmm. I thought he was going to win. Or not yeah. the middle rope, when he hit the second one before he went for the middle rope. I went, oh my God, okay. he's really going to win. And then when he kicked out, I went, okay, they're officially building Seth Rollins to be the guy because yep. they're having him kick out of everything, which in that situation I didn't hate. It was fine because you're actually building somebody. It wasn't like, like Cena and Triple H. I just kick out of each other's finishes a few times. You know, this was this was <laughs> to build him. So I, I loved it. I thought, I thought Seth Rollins right now is <clears throat> just been on fire. It, it seems like something about that IC title – where I don't know if it's necessarily that, you know, people get the IC title and just, oh, I got to make these standout matches. I think it's also when they get the IC title, they get time. And when you get time, you can do a lot. I don't know if you saw that run sheet that leaked that listed the match listings and all the agents that did the matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Tyson, Kidd once, Tyson Kidd did the IC title match again. And it shows. Wow. Like, 
this is this was a smart move having Tyson Kidd. Some people said Tyson Kidd get, Kid got this job as a backstage agent to avoid WWE getting sued. I think that's I think that's crap. I don't think he'd ever sue because of an accident that happened in the ring. I think they're smart by bringing him on to to run or to help with the with the booking. Mm-hmm. So kudos to that. They yeah, have wh- why have him sit and not utilize that mind? He's obviously. Has you know spent a major part of his life learning from uh, the best in the history of professional wrestling. So. But, but they sent him to NXT. I mean, you could argue, the, you know, the match that I think only hold, the only one I think that holds a candle to Gargano Almas was that four way that had Tyson mm-hmm. Kidd, Cesaro, Zayn, and I think it was Neville. Uh, it was a it was a four it was a four man for the the NXT title. That's one of the best matches that company's ever had. And when Tyson Kidd went down and did that run with NXT, it was tremendous. Hmm. Um, uh, Demetrius said Rollins cut a promo talking about how he's happy to carry the worker title with Lesnar not always there. He's technically the main champ. You got to show out. Yeah. I mean, it, and it shows. It shows. And, you know, they got a guy. And, and I'd be willing to bet Tyson Kidd's like, all right, what do you guys want to do? All right. Well, let's do all that, but let's do this. And then, okay, good idea. Let's do that with this. Okay, what else do you got? And I bet he made the match with them and not for them. And mm-hmm. I think that's the the you know what I mean? Um, like you said, that then, worker mentality, if you will. Let's not forget Seth Rollins' heavyweight title reign was was pretty damn good. I mean, he played that character as whiny as it was uh, pretty damn well. <laughs> and the matches in the ring weren't bad either. I mean, when you go with Lesnar... You can go with Cena. I mean, you're having and, – and Reigns even. You know, you're having some pretty good bouts. This is one of those things, once again, where it's like this company does one thing right and then takes two steps back. Mm-hmm. And that's what bothers me. Um, Nia Jax defeats Alexa Bliss. That was pretty obvious. I went two and a half. I thought Nia looked a little a little vicious, which was good. But I think she was getting a little reckless. Um I don't know if you noticed a couple of those times where she was just throwing bliss around by her limbs and like the refs oh, like, yes, Hey, what do you yeah. like? Apparently, apparently Alexa bliss is injured. Uh, I don't know how, really? how apparently her shoulders injured, which would totally make sense by her grabbing her by her arm and legging, just whipping her around like an animal, like a little mm-hmm. doll. Uh, so that was a little, that's rough. not good. I, Damn it. No, Nia Jax looks a little rougher on the edges. You know, and it is what it is, but I don't know. It was it was perfectly acceptable wrestling, so I went two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nothing special. It was something that we, we, we kind of, you know, would have seen, you know, yes, a little carelessness. Hopefully nothing too serious led to, to Bliss being hurt. But, yeah, I, I agree, two and a half. Yeah, I'm like, you need, to, you need to chill out, girl. Like, some of this is getting wild. You need to chill um, out with this next match. <laughs> Jeff Hardy defeats Randy Orton. It was fine. I don't. I don't know what else to say other than it was fine. Was cool. Yeah. I mean, I went two and a half on it again. So, but is it kind of weird it seeing a guy in his forties wearing like a you know an A shirt and you know kind of like still dancing out like that, like all crazy, <laughs> doing flips, like backyard <laughs> wrestling? Like, is that acceptable? Is that cool? You you gotta see the writing on the wall. Wait, that's his old theme. Remember that? 
Like, do you think Orton just looks at Jeff Hardy and laughs? He's like, yeah, you know, you get a pop, you know, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I've been safe my whole career, really. And, you know, I'm I'm just laughing all the way to the bank and you're doing <laughs> Yeah, I, Orton doesn't care. I mean, what does like, he's, he's adapted, like, you know, through his career. He's just obviously on, on coast mode, which, you know, he's still, again, a hell of a dropkick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, this is what it was. Nothing, nothing you were expecting a la like 2004. Yeah. The, well, the, the Royal Rumble title match before Orton wrestled Triple H was awesome where he, where, uh, the, the twist of fate and he countered it as they both spun out to an RKO. That was one of the coolest finishes I've seen. Um, this was, I mean, and the crowd was starting to get away from it too. I give him credit cause I mean, they were working, but I'm being gracious on some of these rankings. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeats Big Kaz. This is one I said to you earlier. I was starting to get into it, and I was I was like, okay, Kaz is literally going. Where are we going? And Daniel Bryan was guiding him and leading him. And I'm like, if this just had an extra few minutes, this mm-hmm. this might crack three stars and be a really good match. And then it just abruptly ended. He put him in a less yet a yes lock, and he tapped and like. Five seconds, and then he just beats him up after the match. And by the way, I, I understand I, I was the first one to say people need to stop worrying about him getting hit in the head. But I don't know if I like watching Big Kaz grab him by his hair and shake his head around to pick him up. That was a little like, ooh. <laughs> that cringed me. So yeah. I, I would say the, the, the WWE has, or, you know, has done a solid build for this match. Um, I was invested. This was a match I was looking forward to. Um, I agree with the timing of it. Um, you know, the abruptly end, but like you said earlier, when you got a conga, you got a conga. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if this should have gotten a little bit more time, not, you know, why not save this for SmackDown, a SmackDown main event, you know, you know, kind of build it up another week or so. Then I have maybe a tag team championship match. Nope, I don't know. Then then we find out why we didn't get it, as you mentioned. Uh, Elias comes out for his normal shtick. Uh, gets interrupted <laughs> by the New Day. Has JoJo redo it. They panned out to the overhead and did, ladies and gentlemen, Elias like 900 times. Mm-hmm. Then uh, No Way Jose comes out. Um, New Day had came out. Who else came out? I think somebody else Everybody. did. And Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode was Titus out. He was, and Bobby Roode shaking his butt. Like, oh, Rusev came out. Rusev Day and yep. and Aiden English. Like, this this went like twenty minutes. And like, okay, great. The crowd was was fine with it. That's good. Okay, you entertain the crowd. But then somebody should have went. Hey, just so you guys know, Charlotte's coming to the ring, and it's eight forty five, and you guys got an hour for four matches still. <laughs> oh, but Yikes. because we weren't together, whatever that song is, now we can go four hours again. Like, oh. And the funny thing is, is they they still don't understand how over Rusev and a Rusev day is because they were so over, but still are probably going to be broken up. Now, what do you think about that that idea that supposedly they're going to put them back with Lana, and it may actually involve in a push? Are you fine with it? I am totally on board. I, it sucks for eight in English. I, I feel three would be it's fine. This company was a great show, 
Uh, so I think that faction could work. I, I think Aiden is, is getting futured. Oh, uh, maybe it could be <laughs> a part of the gotch challenge. There you go. On uh, that's on the BN Sports on the MLL MLW tapings coming up on Thursday. Um, then this sh- this show turned to bleep, or as Kelly Rass said, a, a Shrek dump. Uh, Carmella defeats Charlotte. I went one and three quarters on this match. Wow, you this- were that generous, huh? Was yeah, it because was- of the excessive yelling? Oh my gosh! Oh boy! You know, I'm changing it to one and a quarter. She's God, working was, though. Carmella's working. Yeah, I and my my gripe with the match is Charlotte is supposed to be, you know, their star, the mm-hmm. and she just doesn't show up in these big time matches. When she, after Carmella got the win, I was like, what was the point of WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing as Emma beating up Oscar for the whole match at TLC. Then they just fire. Yeah. She beats Oscar and then just gets the crap kicked out of her by Carmella. And she it was like 70-30, and she still lost. I just, if Charlotte's in there with, with Sasha or Becky or Asuka, she'll put on a clinic. Yeah. But she's in there with a lesser talent. She can't make them look good. She cannot make Nia look as good as Alexa Bliss can. Agreed. Her disregard she, of, of, like you're saying there, doesn't make me want to see her and Rousey that much because it's just like you have to be on all cylinders at all times. You can't coast when it comes to that because part of your job to be that good is to make your opponent look good. And, and you know, she had a really good match a couple weeks ago on, on SmackDown, if I remember right. Um, well, I think it was – I thought it was right after – yeah, she she had a, a better match than this, and she worked Billy Kay, you know, and it's because it was a better opponent. Here's the thing: is if if Charlotte continuously puts up goose eggs against non-talented employees or workers as opposed to the talented ones, and I don't mean that in a bad mm-hmm. way, I don't trust her in there to to carry that match with Rousey if she has to. Yeah, because Rousey Charlotte has- of the past gets caught like a deer in headlights sometimes when mm-hmm. she, like you say, just doesn't you know, know what to do at that exact moment. And it sucks because I really like Charlotte. When she's on, she's tremendous. I want her to be in the ring. I like, I like mm-hmm. seeing her, but it just, it's, it's gotta be a little alarming. I mean, that's if this company pays attention, which we're realizing they don't, but you know, Rousey had a tremendous match with Steph and trips. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte do that same thing, though, is the problem. I would rather see her work Sasha or Asuka. I'd rather see her work Becky. I was about to say her and Becky would be a fantastic, fantastic time. Um, then, um, oh, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> Demetri said, that's what I should have pushed Becky Lynch, damn it. You're right. You're right. Um. Alex, this next match, I went three stars on it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you flat out, if they would have finished the match, if they would have won a couple more minutes, finished the match, and not had that finish, I had four and a half stars written down. I loved it. I thought it was tremendous. Mm -hmm. Great match. They did just enough where a no DQ makes sense, but they didn't have to. 
They went out. This was the best of the three matches. Agreed. But then that finish was just unbelievable. And I remember sitting there watching him kick on. This is going to be a double D or a double count out. This is stupid. And then they did it. How do you have a count out, by the way, in a no DQ match, by the way? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm baffling my head for that. When, when I say earlier that WWE takes a step forward, they take two back. And this is the epitome of it. I, I like you just, I, I thought this match was great. The aggressiveness from both guys. I love this persona of Nakamura. The theme, I'm grow, it's growing on me. The styles just look pissed, hell-bent on getting his, uh, his shot in, but just also revenge for all the ones that he's taken. Um, the, the calf crusher spot was, was awesome. The, the styles clash, like how that was teased quite a few times, I thought was great. But uh, that finish, again, it was Vince, is Russo back? Is this a Vince Russo finish? You know, and it was one of those things where I thought it was great when Nakamura low-blowed him, but then he low-blowed him back. I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm talking about, you know? And then the double, oh, my God. You know, and when when the ref put the gloves on, I'm like, great, they're going to stop it and try to patch up AJ. They didn't. They let it. Bouncing off of uh, Shinsuke, then hitting his cheek. Insane. Um (laughs) But also what was crazy is, um, God, what was that one? Erg. But anyway, no, the uh, the phenomenal elbow, like, to the back of the head, how quick oh, it yeah, was. Oh, yeah, hands and knees? My God, that was, that was the most effective spot to me for that old match. I was like, good God, he's done. It was, it was tremendous, and then they went and blew it. And yeah. I understand you want to, you want to, prolong the feud and I get that. No. But if you're gonna you know, like there's no uh I don't know. I don't know. That that just puts sour grapes in my mouth all over. Um next match, I would have won a lot lower. Uh Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley defeat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I went two and a quarter. I would have went probably like one and a half on this because now they're doing Zayn and Owens with more distension, mm-hmm. a dissension between the two, which I'm so sick of these two together. Like, it's not like the Young Bucks where they're just a team. It's they're either friends or enemies or friends or enemies, and this is happening, this is happening, and now they're doing It's like, it's just, it's like watching a bad soap opera. Um, yeah. The only reason I went two and a quarter is because of that bump Lashley took. Where um somebody just got punched, uh, Triple G's over there, um, where Bobby Lashley's standing on the the apron and Sami Zayn knocks him off, and I don't think he meant to, but he took like a flare bump off the apron and bounced off the ground. That went like three quarters of a star up for me on on the match just because of that. Because <laughs> that cause probably wasn't in the script. Oh, no, he was sitting there with his eyes open like, oh, like you could tell he knocked the wind on himself. And I went, whoa, that just got a star. Like I said, now it went one and a quarter, one and a half. So <laughs> that was me trying yeah. to be gracious here. I um, just rolled my eyes throughout this whole thing, and especially with the will they, won't they dissension of, you know, never again in a lifetime. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get KO Sami Zayn one more time. 
But is Sami Zayn going to be the face again, or do you think they switch it up and have Owens kind of become the the fan favorites already, get those cheers up to better merchandise sales? Is it bad that I don't care? (laughs) Oh! He went to his last match. (laughs) It's true, and and he was way cooler then. Um, Roman Reigns defeats Samoa Joe after... A 15-minute uh, The crowd is chanting, beat the traffic as they all left the building. Uh, you know, when this started hot with him putting him through a table and everything, I was like, oh, man, this is the intensity. No, I was just, it was bad. It sucked. I went two stars. That show sucked, man. I, You know, we've bashed WWE shows, you know, in the last six months, but we've never said, like, a show sucked. That show sucked. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what I felt more worse for myself or us, the audience, uh, or that guy <laughs> dressed up like the ultimate more ultimate warrior who was jacked that range <laughs> one. I don't know who I was more sadder for. I was more sad for that guy because he was on pay-per-view showcasing that. Um, before we get do you, going, here, what do you do? Like, do you just have Reigns go away for like a bit? Do you have an injury angle? Have him come back? Okay, let me, let me let me phrase it. What do I do, or what do they do? What do <laughs> like, you do? I stop forcing him. To, here's the thing. And, and Triple Triple H made a good point. He said, if we turn him heel, then everyone's going to cheer him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get that. So put him in the ring. And have some better. Don't set him up in matches where, all right, Michael Hayes is booking this match and going to have him show his adversity by fighting through a chin lock the whole time. No, have these guys go. You know, you're not doing anything to. The, the problem is they don't do anything. They don't book them right. Look mm-hmm. at look at how stagnant we said Rollins was getting, and look how they're booking him. That's the problem Agreed. is they don't. Book him right. They just book him like this. He's like a just a giant dweeb. <laughs> the matches that that you know, like you say, but like him and Lesnar, I thought at, at what thirty one in in San Francisco, I thought that was a, a decent match. Obviously, cap not decent. That was a a really good watch. It was entertaining. It was exceeding the twenty twenty five minute time level. And I was invested into it. Of course, it being captain with the uh, with the cash in by Rollins, but you know Reigns has his moments, has his matches. I was a fan of the Cena match that they had last fall for no apparent reason. Um, and you know what? When he's good, he's good. But you know, like you said, the situations that they put him in, where they, you know, I don't know if it's him or the writers have him use. Bitch, you know, as an antagonizing call out to an opponent, as you're supposed to be the good guy, like you know, it's it's just stuff like that that makes me not. You're want trying to, to make like him, him Steve Austin. It almost feels Ew, like. Don't say that. Yuck. <laughs> That's who they like, need to make Braun Strowman like Steve Austin. That's you again, know what? That's your money guy. Is Braun Strowman? It is, and that's that should be the guy who wins. You know, but they're not going to do it, and it's frustrating. Look at look at this as an example. When the Shield broke up, 
Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose became their own personas and went on to get really over. Roman Reigns did nothing different. They just kept him the same. He has the same look. He has the same. Like, is he just not in good, good enough shape that they want him covering up his body with a, a laser tag vest, as somebody said? <laughs> you know, like, why, why does he, why is he not any different? Yeah, I... why is the same guy with the same? You know what I? You know I know this is the callback to something I've said before, but I love the thoroughbred. I loved him when he came out with boots and trunks, and he wore expensive suits to the ring, and acted like he was better than everyone. What that you was know, a thing? Yeah, I played one of the promos on Air For You one night when he kept talking about his watch to the commentator. I'll, I'll have to send you a link to some of it. Wow, tremendous! You know. Why don't you have him, you know, and, or fine. If you want him to turn on the fans, have him turn on the fans. And if you're worried about him getting cheered, you're worried about him getting cheered. But turn him heel and have him beat everybody. And then if you're pissing people off, at least you're doing it as a heel. And people yep. are going to pay to watch him lose. Yep. And that was booking so, 101. <laughs> so before we go, though. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you texted me and said, sorry about the new Japan rant there, which was perfectly acceptable, but it's going to continue to tie into, into this once again. Why is it as, as somebody who has, is, is it just because of the history and the fandom or because of coming into new projects like new Japan and stuff? Why is it? something like backlash will get three to four hours of your time, but not a full new Japan Dantaku show. Because with the new Japan Dantaku shows, it's just to me, a random array of, of four or eight man tag matches, 10 man tag matches, six man tag matches without, you know, just, you know, not seeing it being invested in a week by week product. You know, they go in weeks with not having anything. So it's just something that I watch week in and week out where I'm like, okay, where are they going? Where are they going? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes and you're sense. hoping, just... and you're hoping for something, but I will try, <laughs> you know, it, you know, with new Japan, you know, it's, if there's a tag match, I mean, you know, for a title, I'm invested unless it's with killer elite squad, I'm invested, you know, or, you know, the, the, uh, never open heavyweight. I, I think Goto makes a, a fine champ. Uh, you know, I wasn't a Suzuki mark when he held it as I am now with, with his, you know, body of matches, not only of this year, but the latter of 2017 as well. Hell, him and uh, Suzuki going to LIJ, I have been watching tidbits, not fully all the way, but I've been watching the snippets, you know, throughout their run over the last few months, or I should say the last month, and they have been enjoyable. He looks just as badass on those, you know, 10 man <laughs> as he does single. So, yeah. but it's just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm part of the problem. I am the machine. It's something that has been in me since I've been a child. I can just appreciate and watch the artistry that New Japan, Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, EWN, Progress, you know, Evolve, uh, you know, Rev Pro, whatever Australia is doing, you know, Santino Morella's thing in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, <laughs> you know, what we saw, you know, at, at the Parkway. 
you know, that stuff, yep. that is re- revigorating for me. I always told you, you know, when we met, I don't watch any of that indie crap. You know, it's boring. It's this and that. Boy, was I wrong. There's no production value. There's nothing. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the workers, for the people watching. You know, no one's clapping. Where is this? Where's the magistry? It's in the ring. And that's what everybody else delivers. The WWE will will give you surprises. They'll give you a Cena Styles. They'll give you a, you know, a Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. They'll give you Punk, you know, uh, Cena. They'll give you those ones where you're like, wow, this is why I love it. This is why I watch it. This is why I stay with it. New Japan and everyone else, Ring of Honor, you know, they are doing, you know, what we know. They were fans during the Attitude Era. This is them growing up thinking, okay, this is my platform now. How can I get people to watch pro wrestling, to not watch just the one company, to watch what we all have evolved from as fans watching that? How can we make this sport better and have everybody rich and prosperous, you know, not only money-wise, but product-wise for them as well as for their audience? Mm-hmm. And and I think, that's a, I think that's a great, great, great way to put it there, Alex. And that's, you know, it's part of it too, because I'm not, you know, I'm the same way, you know, yeah, I watch everything, but I still make sure to always watch my five hours of WWE week. Yeah. You know, and it just, that's ultimately why it's never going to change. They don't have to change. You know? No, they don't. Like, I'm watching the beginning of tonight's Raw right now, and I just saw a pretty silly spot, but it worked for both people in this predicament where I'm like, no, that works for character A and wow, they just got, you know, character B in that, in that instance or in that, you know, predicament as well. And you're like, wow, what are they, where are they going with this? Really damn cool. So again, they have their, their glints where it's like, Oh, this is why I watch it. This is why I invest Mm -hmm. my time into it. Um, But then they have, you know, backlash. Yeah. Or that, that tonight, uh, from what I read, the main event's supposed to be uh, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, and Roman Reigns in a Money in the Bank qualifier. Does this mean Roman <laughs> Reigns is going to win the briefcase? Oh, no! <laughs> uh, tomorrow night, uh, we're beginning our NFL previews. I'm excited. Uh, it's always a fun time of year on Sportscast when we get to break those down each and every week. Um, we have uh, Ian Cummings coming on from the Riggles Rag talking about the Washington Redskins. Uh, we're trying to set up uh, a second team as well, but I hope you on a 10 10 tomorrow night. Also, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, whole bunch of random banter and fun that we always decide to have with everybody. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's been fun. I can't wait. Alex, next week we're talking best of the Super Juniors, so everyone has a week to get caught up before they get spoilers. Because Super Juniors start the 18th, so we'll be checking all that as well. Oh, on SmackDown, oh more don't news worry. Next week I should be in studio because I will just be coming off of Ring of Honor, New Japan, War of the yes. World in Chicago. So listeners, if you're going to be in Villa Park in Chicago, Illinois, I will be towards the side of the ring somewhere. 
But just hit us up at Sportscast Radio because I will be tweeting up a storm again at Sportscast Radio. We'll be doing some Facebook Live at WrestleCast Radio uh, here on Facebook. Also, give some love to Strong Style Media, strongstylemedia.com. I'll be taking that lift when I'm in Chicago, that's for sure, because uh, I'll be having my, uh, my myself a good time, and I'll remember to use that promo code STRONGSTYLE so I can get $5 off of my ride as well as our audience can do as well wherever you have a lift near you but i get to see ryan los ingobernables they <laughs> battle the bullet club homie it's gonna yeah, be man. bonkers as well. that's a 10 man i'm happy i'm gonna watch <laughs> uh, also get to see austin aries in person which i am super excited to uh to check out he's been a uh, favorite of mine for many many years uh so I'm super stoked, so be prepared. Also, I get to see Demtris, a.k.a. Jade Lethal, battle half of the best friends, Chucky e. T. And the Briscoes Ooh. battle Rapungi, 3K. That's going to be bonkers. Flip Gordon battling Jonathan Gretchen, the dog. Yeah. I don't know who they are, but Demtris is pulling double duty because we got Cheeseburger teaming <laughs> up. I get to see your dude, Jushin. Thunder Liger. Yeah. Yeah. Palm Strike City. You got to get a Liger soundbite for WrestleCast. Also, guys, I'm glad he brought it up. WrestleCast next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Time, not Monday. Uh, next Monday, we're flipping the roles because Alex is going to be in, in studio uh, next Tuesday. So next Monday will be SportsCast. Next Tuesday will be WrestleCast. So I'm glad yes, he yes. mentioned that because I would have plugged it the wrong way. Thank you all for listening. Sorry about Backlash, but I hope you're happy about Wrestling Dentaku. <laughs> We'll catch you next Tuesday. Have a good one.